This episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers, they're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. from Joe's mom's basement, it's the Stacking Benjamin Show. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and to prepare for Random Acts of Kindness Day tomorrow, I think it's a good idea if we don't remind Joe that today is his 50th birthday. I'd advise against you telling him he needs reading glasses, Please don't mention AARP, and definitely don't talk to him about prepaying his funeral costs. You can shout at him, though, to help us celebrate that we have a special game show version of the Stacking Benjamin Show, featuring, from Afford Anything, Paula Pant. From Stacking Benjamin's basement, O-J-J-J-J-G, and our special, special guest, Chief Mom Officer Liz. But that's not all. We'll also answer the Bloom call for help from a listener and share some of my delicious birthday trivia. And now, a guy who'd burn the house down if we put all his candles on his cake, Joe Salcihai. We can't do that, Mom doesn't want the fire extinguisher in the house. Hey, everybody. I'm Joe Salcihi, Average Joe Money on Twitter. And man, it's a big day today. Not because I'm having a birthday, but because... Happy birthday. Oh, no. Yeah, but because I get to hang out with OG. That's why. Sitting across the card table from me, the one and only OG. Yo, what's up? (laughs) Old man. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm sure I'm going to get that all day long. And I I don't think your pants are supposed to be all the way up to your... Neck. They got to be. They got to be higher than that. Right? <laughs> Do I got to start going? What? What? Huh? Get off my lawn! Can't hear you. Yes. And on our podcast, as usual for uh, a Friday, it is the one and only from Afford Anything, Paula Pant. Joe, fifty is the new thirty. It really is. Yes, which makes you like what twelve. Something like that. Right. But don't worry. I, you know, I'm looking at you across the shortwave card table, and you don't look a day over 49 and 364 days. Thanks, Bala. That's very, very nice. That's good. <laughs> Just with friends like you and OG, like, what, what do I do for enemies? But notice, we wouldn't even let the old guy on today. Len Penzo's not here. But we've, we've done better, Paula. We've done way better because we have the woman herself, the chief mom officer, our good friend Liz joins us. Hey, Liz. Hey, Joe. How are you? Uh, well, you know, I'm getting beaten up a little bit here, but uh, you're oh. going to save me, right? Of course. Happy birthday. Thank you very, very much. So for the three people that don't know what Chief Mom Officer is all about, tell everybody about your blog. Oh, so I write all about money for working moms and kids, work, and uh, reaching financial freedom. So it's, it's a lot of fun. And how many mini chiefs are you Chief Mom Officer for? Uh, I've got three boys. Running around the house. So they're 14, 10, and 2. Holy cow. You, uh, OG, uh, she feels your pain, man. I got that. <laughs> mine, are, <laughs> mine are almost 11, 8, and 20 months. So hmm. yeah. it's fun. Yeah. It's, it's something. I don't know if yes. fun is the right word. <laughs> I think fun, fun is what you go for, right? 
Absolutely. Absolutely fun. Well, we're glad to have you here. We're going to have some fun. And, and, and you know what? We're going to have even more fun, Liz, because this podcast is supported by LegalZoom. Go to LegalZoom.com today and get special savings when you enter SB at checkout. I don't even know what LegalZoom has to do with that. Maybe you giggle all the way to LegalZoom. LegalZoom, where life meets legal, LegalZoom.com. We're also uh, supported by MagnifyMoney.com. Guess what, OG? The average person, they save 450 smackaroonies when they head to Magnify Money. How about that? So whether it's your checking account, your savings account, those student loans you need to refinance, maybe you pay off your bills on time, so now you can play the reward game. Nick at Magnify Money says if you're not getting 2% rewards back, you're leaving money on the table. StackyBenjamins.com forward slash Magnify Money. We have a fantastic show today, a wild show. So Steve, cue the music. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, for Fun and Prizes and the show you didn't expect. Welcome to our uh, Stacking the Benjamins game. I'm your host, uh, apparently the old guy, and we have our three people with us today on the show who we already introduced. Here's here's what's going to happen. Well, first of all, before I, I tell you guys the rules, let's talk about who you are playing on behalf of, because earlier... I went on Facebook to our Stacky Benjamins page, <laughs> facebook.com forward slash iStackBenjamins, and found three contestants. So, Liz, we'll go our special guest first. Who are you playing on behalf of? I'm playing on behalf of Tim. So, obviously, we're going to win. Absolutely. And Tim, we tried to figure out where you're from because we didn't want to say last names. We didn't get permission to say last names. But maybe we can say a little bit about Tim. Uh, Liz, what did you find out about Tim? Um, he appears to enjoy video games, which my boys do as well. So good job, Tim. There you go. Fantastic. Tim from Video Game Land. Paula, who are you playing on behalf of? I'm playing on behalf of Ashley from Pennsylvania. Awesome. And Ashley is a big fan of yours. That's what you tell me. So Ashley, you have excellent taste in podcasts. Thank you for listening to both Stacking Benjamins and when you're when you're done with this garbage, the better podcast. <laughs> I knew. Why did I know that was coming? I'm like, oh, okay, here it comes. Wait for it. Wait for it, bam. The Afford Anything podcast. Yes, and Where people go to learn stuff. And OG, who are you playing on behalf of? Jen, also from Pennsylvania. Nice. Because Jen wants to be like Ashley, I think, OG. I think maybe just a little bit, yeah. I think maybe. Wouldn't it be funny if they're neighbors and they knew each other? That'd that be great. That would be terribly funny. It would be more ironic, I guess. But, because cause Liz, Pennsylvania is not a big state, is it? Well, it's bigger than Connecticut, which is where I'm from. Is that? So. Oh, you're in a little tiny oh. state. Yes. Yeah, I'm in one of the mini states that they put the little arrow to to tell you what state it is because it doesn't quite fit on the map. <laughs> OG lives in a state of denial. I don't know if you know where that is. Yeah. Oh, uh, is it near New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> denial. It's a city in New Jersey. Uh, let's let's get this party started. So here's the deal. We're going to play three rounds. Round number one. Round number one is worth one point. Round number two worth two points. Round number three worth three points. I'm not going to tell you the piece that this came from, but there was a piece that said blank things people waste money on that you should stop buying. And do not, do not Google that because Tim and Ashley and Jen deserve way better than that. All right. (laughs) So X number of products. In fact, I'll tell you, just trusting that you're not going to Google it. It's 18. There's 18. So we're going to have three rounds. Each round, you're going to guess one. Now, you can play this one of two ways. You can think of a product people waste too much money on that they should stop buying right now that's a really good one. Or if you think that that's a good three-point answer for the third round when you're going to score most of the points, you can try to save that. But one of your competitors might get to it before you do. So that's the... That's that's the stick, all right? So the first round, we're going to start with Liz. Liz, name one product that somebody should stop buying immediately because they're wasting money on it. I'm going to go with coffee, as in the latte factor kind of coffee. Does coffee appear on the list? Show me coffee! 
Before Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts were on every street corner, people brewed their own coffee at home. This is still somewhat popular, especially with coffee pods, but coffee shops have taken a lot of the business. With expensive price tags and long waits, it's a wonder why everyone isn't turning to homebrew. Paula, do you homebrew? I do, every day. Nice. And you're not talking about coffee, are you? Ha <laughs> ha I, I, you know, I have thought about brewing kombucha at home, but, uh, but no, for the moment I only, I, but I brew coffee every single day in a French press. I think it's fresher, it's better, and I don't have to be wearing pants. <laughs> That's, which is a big plus. OG goes into Starbucks and doesn't wear pants. So yeah, there you go. Now, when you Once. said, when you, when you said kombucha, were you swearing at OG when you said that? What, what's kombucha? <laughs> it is, uh, it's a probiotic drink. Nice. Oh, gee, you drink that every day, right? Sure. Do you homebrew your coffee? Oh, yeah, sure. But um, truth be told, I have coffee beans delivered to me on a frequent basis, so I don't actually have to go to the store to get them. <laughs> no, but, but still, why not? Liz, how about you? Do you head out for the latte? No, I'm with Paula that I do the French press every morning. I love my French press, but I get my beans from BJ's, not delivered. And I usually do wear pants while I'm making it. <laughs> I like how this, I like how this is. Yes. I, I like how this has turned into the Who Wears Pants podcast. <laughs> right. Magnify Money's like, we're so proud we sponsor that. <laughs> All right. The score Liz one, everybody else zero. Paula, you ready? I'm ready. Name one of these 18 things that people waste too much money on that you should stop buying right now. Okay, um, I'm going to say headphones. Show me headphones. Oh, <laughs> why do you say it? Now, I think you say headphones because of the fact that you travel so much. You always get them for free on the plane, don't you? <laughs> well, no, you know what? I think it's every time I go to the gym, I see people wearing these really fancy, like noise canceling, completely enveloping your ear, wireless headphones it, it just it seems like everybody has one of those now and i still have the that old-fashioned five dollar grab it from target corded thing that you stick into into your ears so i guess i was thinking about technology broadly and what technology people spend a lot of money on and sure people spend a lot of money on laptops and their smartphones but you could make, I think, fairly leg- a legitimate case for that. So, I, so then I went to headphones next. There's some, there is some technology on this list. I'll give you that hint. What do you think about headphones? OG, you spend a lot of money on headphones? As I'm taking out my Bluetooth Beats by Dre, <laughs> you know, overpriced <laughs> headphones out of my ears to try to find my old earbuds that. Uh, <laughs> I like to plug into this. <laughs> Paul, you know, you're talking to a bunch of they audio were, they, files, right? They were gift. They were gift. Did you know that people gift. that listen to podcasts love good audio? I mean, it, it's going to be pitchforks. Exactly. That might that was probably another reason that I uh, that I said it. Being a podcaster, I'm surrounded by a bunch of audio files, and I'm like, really, you guys? I still I still use the cheap stuff. And, and plus, you're a natural poster. <laughs> podcaster, you mean? But, well, both poster I'm a and podcast. podcaster. Yes, correct. Right, Liz. How about you? Headphones, expensive headphones. So right now, I'm using the headphones that came with my phone for free. So I think I'm with <laughs> Team Paula here. There you go. The score, though, is Liz one. Team Paula has zero. OG, you're up, man. You all stretched out, ready to go. I am so not good at these games. I'm sorry, Jen. Name. <laughs> this, this is going to end badly. <laughs> Name one of the 18 products on this list people waste too much money on that they should stop buying right now. Can I ask a clarifying question before I uh, put yes. my answer in? Yes. Pr- precisely how exact do we have to be here? I have a generic category in mind, but I'm afraid that it might be a little too generic. I will tell you to specify if there's multiple things on the list. Oh. If there's only one, then we're going to ring the bell. Gotcha. I'm going to say organic stuff. Show me organics. Didn't make the list. That's ridiculous. But, but you know, that does surprise me because, because Paula, you've seen, Len has written about this extensively. I don't know if you have, but organics are fantastic. But there's some organic stuff where, you know, or stuff that has no pesticides on it where you're peeling the thing anyway. So who cares? That's true. If you want to save money on organic produce, number one, um, buy organic produce that does not 
contain a peel. So organic oranges or bananas, for example, give you less of a, a value than organic strawberries or blueberries, because if you spray pesticides on the strawberry, it actually permeates the food itself that you're eating. Whereas you know, with a banana, you peel it so uh, you can get away with buying conventional bananas. So that's one way to save money on organics. The other one is to just use some critical thinking skills, because I've gone to so many grocery stores where they advertise organic mushrooms. Now, mushrooms are a fungus. All mushrooms are organic. <laughs> Nobody uses pesticides in the growing of mushrooms. Now, one type of mushroom may have paid for the official certification of the organic label, but mushrooms are a fungus, all right? So just remember that when you're buying mushrooms. Liz, it reminds me of those packages that say gluten-free when there was no gluten in it in the first place. On a steak. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? You're forgetting that it's gluten and dairy-free steak. Right, right. That's right. It's delicious. That's, what, that's the only kind that I get. <laughs> uh, uh, organics in your family, Liz? I, not too often. And when we do, we usually get it at Costco because we got a lot of... A lot of people here. We just mostly buy fruits and vegetables from local places, and a yeah, lot of them don't. Farmers they, market, right? Yeah, they don't pay for the organic certifications. So mm, the farmers market, such a great place to go. Love it. I remember I went to the farmers market with my mother-in-law here when she visited, and she was kind of being snippy with the person about the beans. She said, "Well, you know, how, how fresh are these beans?" And the gal looked at her and said, "Well, they were on a stalk." last night before we picked them and put them in this thing to bring over here. It's like, okay, yeah, that's pretty fresh. We'll take those. Yeah, that might be that, that might be fresh enough. I'm not sure. That's close enough. The score at round one, the chief mom officer won. Paula and OG, zero. All right, let's move in directly into round two. These questions are exactly the same. We're still trying to pick off from the list. The good news is, guys, there's 17 left. <laughs> and, and, and the other thing is, is when you've heard people talk about wasting money, wasting lots of money, you're going to grow when you see the ones that are on this list. So uh, round two, let's go from the people that have zero. Let's have the two of you at the first crack of it. So Paula, why don't you go first? Products people waste too much money on, but should stop buying immediately this round for two points. Ooh, oh man, you had to go to me next. Okay, I'm going to talk through my inner monologue out loud. I'm trying to think of what normal people buy. Can we just say clothing? Is that too broad? Yeah, I wouldn't say clothing. I just wouldn't say clothing. <laughs> yes. Okay. I just I just went, well, because you got to buy clothing anyway, but, but it's not on the list. Okay. Makeup. Makeup. Does makeup appear on the list? What? Makeup not on the list, but OG is nodding his head. He totally agreed. That should have been on the list, right? You don't spend. Do you spend yeah, money on makeup? I, I don't spend hardly any money on makeup. I mean, yes, mainly garbage bags, those sorts of things. That's my version of makeup. That's that. That's exactly it. But but that, makeup can get really expensive, though, Paula. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's incredibly expensive. You know, certainly, if you want to save money on makeup, be selective about what you get from the drugstore versus what you get from a higher end store like Sephora. Like there are, there are certain use cases where you do get better value by going up brand, but you don't necessarily need to do that for all products. It's funny because this list, uh, Liz, even though makeup's not on it, there's stuff. Paula said a place, going to give you guys a hint. Paula said a place where there is stuff on it. So uh, I'm not going to give you more than that. Liz is going, ooh. Hmm. Hmm. But Liz isn't next. I don't know why I said, hey, Liz. Uh, let's go to OG. Psych, OG, name a product people waste too much money on that they should stop buying immediately. I'm going to say the uh, latest and greatest cell phone, as in keep your cell phone for another cycle. Is the latest and greatest cell phone on there? It's on there. Whenever a new gadget hits the market, the older version takes a plunge in price. The old and new version will probably be very similar, and the most recent model may have kinks to work out. Save a lot of money by going with a slightly older product that has nearly identical capabilities. Paula, do you have the latest and greatest phone? I have an iPhone 6. That's so, and we are, so I skipped the 7, I skipped the 8, and I skipped the X, otherwise known as 10. 
Yes. And uh, Liz, how about you? I have an iPhone 7, but I got it pre-owned just a short while ago after my 5 finally broke. So so once again, really. you, you got it already when it was a late model. Exactly. And saved a bunch a of money. It was a late model it. and it was pre-owned. So, you know. Yeah. OG, ba- OG, back in the day, though, I remember you standing in the line for the new thing. <laughs> no, I never stood in line for it. But also, iPhone 7, skip the 8 and the X. You know, 7 works just fine. OG takes the lead. Two to one to Paula. I don't know what the hell's happening. Uh, I know I'm choking. I'm Ashley from <laughs> Pennsylvania, man. I'm, I'm letting you down, but we'll we will make a comeback in the third round. It is. It. I. I can tell you're on your way, Liz. You got a chance here. If you get two points here, Paula can only tie you. So, what is a product on this list of eighteen that you should stop buying immediately? All right, I'll try laptops. Is laptops on the list? Laptops didn't make the list. But Paula, you're currently duct taping your laptop. Oh my goodness. So my laptop keeps crashing. This has been a problem for the last month or so. My laptop will, as I'm in the middle of using it, just suddenly shut itself off. So I've actually had to reschedule several podcast interviews. I've taken it to the Apple store on three separate occasions and it still hasn't gotten fixed. So now, after more than a month of using a laptop that does not allow me to do podcast interviews because I can't risk having it go down in the middle of of something like that, I am finally accepting the fact that Apple is not going to be able to replace this. So I've ordered a new laptop from the Apple refurbished store. So I'm also getting a, a used 2016 model laptop. So it should be arriving in the mail any day now. That's so, so ugly. It was so frustrating. A month of just making genius bar appointment after genius bar appointment. Nobody could fix it. Yeah, when it's your livelihood, that's tough. This is one of those instances where I think I may have been too frugal because in <laughs> hindsight, I should have just replaced the thing in the first place because it, it kind of crashed my productivity for a month. Sure. That's what I was thinking is that when it's your livelihood, even when Liz said it, I'm like, Liz, that's your livelihood. You're a blogger. You got to have a good laptop. Well, I have to have at least a working laptop that I don't duct tape like the near space station, I suppose. But it doesn't have to be whiz-bang brand new. I like Paula's refurbished idea. OG and I were talking about this the other day, Liz, that he's showing his kids Apollo 13. And uh, and they put all this stuff on a table. And they say, we need to fix Paula's laptop only using these items. No, they didn't. (laughs) They didn't say that. That's what they do at the Genius Bar behind the... That's right. Behind the <laughs> we have some duct tape, a can of WD-40, and uh, Jim Bob's gum. That's all we got. All right. At the end of two rounds, the score is OG2, Liz1, the Paula 0, and uh, we're going to take a break for Doug's trivia. Doug? Hey there, trivia fans. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and oh. Oh boy, have you ever tried to celebrate a 50-year-old's birthday party without the person in question being offended by absolutely everything? You can't call Joe an old goat. You can't joke about him not even being able to get up the hill to go over it. Heck, you can't even hackle him a little about becoming closer to eligible for the senior discounts at the movies he says he loves so much. Jeez, he's so sensitive. Before you know it, he'll even be offended by this pudding we got him instead of a cake for his birthday, so it's easier for him to eat. We're just looking out for the guy. Well, before the guy storms out, before he finishes the podcast, let's get your trivia question out, shall we? You know how older people sometimes fall? In what state did the first 911 call happen in 1968, the year Joe was born? I'll be back with the answer in just a moment. What will your story be in 2018? Now that the holiday rush is over, LegalZoom can help you make this a memorable year before all the distractions take hold. Finally get serious about launching and running your business. Square away your family's financial future with the right estate plan. You can do all this and more with LegalZoom. LegalZoom's been helping people like you take care of their dreams and responsibilities for more than 16 years. They're not a law firm but they have the resources to keep you on the right path, including advice from their network of independent attorneys all at your fingertips. LegalZoom plugs right into your life so you can take care of the things that matter most. Go to LegalZoom.com today and get special savings when you enter SB at checkout. 
LegalZoom, where life meets legal, LegalZoom.com. Hey, stackers, we get used to those same daily routines, don't we? Wake up at the same time every morning, brush our teeth, park the car in the same spot at work every day, recite jokes in the mirror to be funnier than that jerk of the water cooler, or is that what, just me? Here's one thing you shouldn't make routine, using the same credit card from the same bank just because that's what you've always done. Nick Clements from Magnify Money explains why. I mean, it's never been a better time, honestly, to find a credit card, especially given the lucrative sign-on bonuses that are out there. Chase just recently had 100000 on their reserve card. I, I think we're at a point right now where credit cards are extremely profitable for large banks, and they are really wanting to get more customers. And so they're they're rolling out the red carpet. So I would just say, if, if you have had a credit card for more than two or three years, chances are there's a much better deal out there for you today. So why stick with that same old card with those rewards that haven't changed in years? You can use MagnifyMoney.com to always find best in class, including better interest rates. And don't only use Magnify Money for credit cards. Nick and the team have built the site from the ground up to help with personal loans, student loans, and mortgages. Average person saves $450 in interest when they hit stackbenjamins.com forward slash Magnify Money. Hey there, trivia fans. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, back here with today's trivia answer. And to remind you that Joe isn't getting older, we're just referring to him now as chronologically gifted. Here was today's trivia question that makes sure not to make fun of Joe, which was this. In what state did the first 911 call happen in the year 1968, the same year Joe was born? If you said Michigan, the state where Joe was born, I'd tell you that was an awesome answer. Go blue. But it would also be wrong. The right answer is Alabama. Which reminds me, you think a guy as chronologically gifted as Joe would be offended if I got a little life alert for his birthday? I mean, those things are really helpful. Hope not, because that baby's on the way. And boy, that went very much like <laughs> went very much like our games going. Nobody, no, nobody got that Not one right. Close. Paula, I knew I, I, I was thinking you'd have that one. I have spent some time in Birmingham, and I'm thinking about buying some rental properties there. So yeah, Alabama is a state that is near and dear to my heart. But I had no idea that they were the the source of the first 911 call. I love how though, and Ashley doesn't know this, that you're playing on, but you're playing on behalf of Ashley. Ashley doesn't know this, but you were kissing Ashley's butt by saying Pennsylvania. (laughs) You know, honestly, the reason that I said Pennsylvania is because the, uh, at the time that we're recording this, the Super Bowl recently happened. The Eagles just won. And I've been watching news footage of the rioting in Philadelphia. Right. There might have been, so been a 911 call. 911, I immediately thought of Philadelphia. So right. then I guessed Pennsylvania. And Liz goes California, obviously playing the odds, like big state, right? Well, that was what I was thinking. It's large. So yeah. maybe someone there called 911 first. Yeah. And OG, how come you didn't say Texas then? Well, 1968, I, I, I think... I don't know. Not as much population in Texas. I went with the area codes. 212. I don't know. There it was. Started a dartboard. I have no real <laughs> answer for that. Just... Oh, geez. Like, this is the worst episode of Stacky Benjamins ever. <laughs> I'm sure the next one will be worse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, 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 looks like someone needs help. All three of those O's are sponsored by Bloom. Smart, simple 401k management. Do you have a 401k? Remember how frustrating it was deciding what to invest in without professional help? Now there's a way to grow your 401. Bloom with three O's. Oh, Paula, we forgot to do it the way that Len does it. Do do you want to do it? You want to do the honors? Sure. Bloom. (laughs) Bloom. It's a simple, you don't do the enough. You got to get that gravel in your voice. Come on, Paula, do it again with heart. Bloom (laughs) (laughs) is a simple, smart, affordable way to grow your 401k. Go online to stackybenjamins.com forward slash bloom to find out more with bloom. You can simply connect your existing 401k in a few easy steps and sit back and relax while they perform an unbiased analysis of the funds in your account and choose the best mix to meet your goals while minimizing hidden investment fees. Getting the investments right doesn't have to be hard, painful, or time consuming. And bloom allows you to work with a financial advisor 
when you need one. Bloom is so simple. In fact, the hardest part about it is remembering there's three O's in Bloom. Head to stackybenjamins.com forward slash Bloom and enter promo code SB for your first month free and see the difference Bloom can make in your retirement. And the person who needs help today from the Bloom hotline is our new friend, Marissa. Say hi, Marissa. Hey, Joe and LG. Marissa from California here. Um, I was calling because my husband and I want to save up in the next year or two to buy a rental house on Roofstock. Um, my husband was worried that once we finally have the down payment, that we might be at the top of a housing bubble and that he is thinking maybe we should hold on to the money once we have it, wait for the bubble to burst and then buy a house. To me, that seems a little like timing the market, which I know you're not supposed to do with stocks, but I don't know if the same logic applies for uh, the housing market. Any advice you guys have would be great. Thanks. Ah, thanks for the question, Marissa. So uh, Liz, she's thinking about buying real estate and wondering if holding on versus uh, buy it now makes more sense. So I know Paul is the real real estate expert, so she's going to be the one with the best real estate advice. But I mean, generally waiting to buy until there's a crash usually is not a good strategy because I know people that were waiting to buy into the stock market five years ago because they were waiting for a crash and they're kind of kicking themselves now. Actually, the other day we had the big stock market crash and I put up a post on the site with my favorite quotes about crashes. And one was by Peter Lynch, which I really like that more money's been lost in anticipating the next correction than has been lost in the corrections themselves. (laughs) I've got OG nodding his head. Totally nodded his head across the card table from me on that one. I agree with that completely when it comes to waiting on market corrections to purchase. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, when it comes to individual stocks and the stock market in general, uh, nobody knows what the market's going to do. And so I think that extends to real estate as well. And by my math, you're not investing in real estate primarily for the appreciation anyway. You're buying it for the cash flow. So cash flow is going to be cash flow regardless of what the market's going to do. That's going to be more contingent on you know, the desirability of the property and that sort of thing. Yeah, the deal that you make. Paula? I echo everything that's been said. So two points. Number one is that market timing is a bad idea because we don't know what's going to happen when. There will be another real estate crash at some point, but maybe it'll happen in two or three years. Maybe it'll happen in 10 or 20 years. We have no idea. So just invest regardless of what is happening in the broader market. Because when the crash does happen, what if when that crash happens, it brings the values down to where we are today or where we will be a year from now? Uh, So that's point number one. And point number two also is that value is theoretical other than at point of transaction. So particularly in the ownership of a home, there are only three points in time when the value actually matters. When you buy, when you sell, when you refinance. Other than that, the rest is just noise. Yeah. And, and so so do the math up front. If the math works up front, then go from there. And you've got a lot about the math on your site. Exactly. Yeah. Affordanything.com. There's a great resource there on how to calculate the cap rate on a rental property, You know how to look at the returns that you're actually getting on the asset itself. So check that out. Who wrote that great resource, Paula? Oh, well, someone named Paula. Huh. She's, uh, yeah. Lives in Nevada, owns... Sounds, owns a handful of real estate herself. Sounds sketchy. I don't know if I'd believe her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys ready? Everybody stretched out. We had a little break. Let's go on to round three of maybe the worst game show on earth. And welcome back to round three, everybody. You guys ready? It, the score, for those of you that fell asleep before, you know what I like about this, actually? I like the fact that even though you haven't had a lot of correct guesses, those are more things you shouldn't waste money on. And I love that you're coming up with some more that didn't make the list because there's certainly a lot of places people waste money. In round three, to see if she can stay in the game with a chance to win, Paula, you're going to kick off round three. You're not nervous about this at all, are you? A little bit, a little bit. I don't want to let Ashley down. Here we go. We'll name a product that people waste too much money on and should stop buying immediately. All right. I'm going to guess cigarettes. Show me cigarettes. 
Cigarettes makes the list. Nice job. Paula takes the lead. Oh, I, I can hear Ashley in Pennsylvania from here going crazy. Let's read what's in the piece. It says, in New York City, someone who smokes one pack of cigarettes a day burns over $5,000 a year. Smoking can also be a huge cost to your health. Medical bills can rack up from the dirty habit. Even tobacco companies are quitting, it says. How about that? Uh, either of you, uh, Liz OG, have quit smoking in your past? Nope. I'm not a quitter of anything. Oh, geez. I like everything <laughs> all the way through. I haven't quit. But I don't smoke. <laughs> yeah. I I wouldn't quit. Right. Nice job. Paula, how do you feel? I feel excellent. Ashley, high five. Nice job. Uh, uh, OG, what were you going to say? I was going to say I went to uh, New York City with my son a couple of weeks ago for a special trip. And we were walking through the city and he says, Dad, I think that grandma would really like this place. And I said, yeah, I think so, too. Grandma would really like, you know, the buildings. And he says, he says, well, not that. I think grandma would really like it because everybody here smokes. <laughs> she likes to smoke. It's her favorite place. So call, uh, yeah. So I called my mom and I said, uh, hey, so, you know, we had this conversation. I said, does that make you feel bad? Like you want to quit? And she goes, I ain't quitting anything. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, that's so good. So Ashley is in the lead with Paula and Liz. That means you're next. You have one point. You can not only stay in the game, but take the lead and force OG to really tremble in his. Well, OG is already trembling because he's I'm got already, two points. That's right. So Liz, this will give you four points. Name a product people waste too much money on and should stop buying right about now. I'm going to go with beer. Show me beer. Nuts. I am so surprised that, seriously, I'm very surprised that cigarettes made this list and alcohol didn't. I mean, but really, don't you think, Paul? You need alcohol to get through. <laughs> I think people need. You can do without, I think people need a lot of alcohol to get through this podcast. But, but Paula, don't you think it's the same? I mean, it's just another drug. Yeah, I mean, and and alcohol is incredibly damaging for your health. Um, not not as damaging as cigarettes, and certainly it depends on in what quantity you're drinking it. But yeah, alcohol is terrible for your health, terrible for your waistline, and uh, you're terrible for your budget. So if you are going to drink, do so in moderation. You know, yeah, I'm sure I'm going to get a couple of letters from people who are like, "Well, doctor, say one glass of wine a day, maybe." But, you know, but, but you can even modify that, Paula. I mean, Greg used to rant about this all the time. Greg McFarland from Control Your Cash, who used to be on a roundtable all the time. Greg said buying alcohol in restaurants like makes the bill huge. Oh, yeah. It's sometimes more than the actual restaurant, like entree food uh, bill itself. And which doesn't make any sense, because when you think about it, when you go to a restaurant, what you are paying for is the skill and expertise of the chefs, like many of whom, depending on the caliber of restaurant you're going to, have gone to culinary school. So it absolutely makes sense to pay them for creating something that is beyond anything that you are capable of creating at your own home kitchen. It doesn't make an, any sense to pay for opening a bottle of wine. Now, again, I don't mean to sound like a Scrooge. I get that every now now and again on a birthday or a special occasion, you might do it. But as a regular habit, it just it doesn't really make any sense. Liz, I think that uh, this Business Insider article totally screwed you and Tim. Oh, I'm so sorry, Tim. <laughs> I owe you a beer, apparently. <laughs> That's right. There it is. In a restaurant. <laughs> right. All right, OG, the pressure's on you, man. If, if, if you get it right, you and Jen go home with the big prize, which is, by the way, Jen, you are going to win a free. I, I never told everybody what you're going to win. You're going you're gonna to win a free copy I mean, I want it. of our hit course, How to, Legal, How to Legally Cheat on Your Taxes. The course not only includes all the ways the taxes work, all the ways that you can uh, make more money back on your taxes, learn more about how the tax code works, but also it includes all the changes for 2018. So exciting, Jen or Ashley, whoever's going to take this thing home. By the way, if somebody else wants to take a look at that, it's at learn.stackingbenjamins.com. Uh, but here we go. You ready, OG? Mm. Product. Name a product people waste too much money on and should stop buying immediately. All right. So it sounds like it's an ongoing purchase. I mean, I've got a number of things that I can think of that people blow money on, but it's kind of a one-time deal. 
Um, I like cigarettes. I was going to use that one. Some of these are one time. Some of these are ongoing. I'm going to go uh, recreational vehicle things like uh, jet skis, boats, RVs, that sort of stuff. Recreational things, <laughs> boats, jet skis. That's your best answer. That's what you got? <laughs> Is that not a good one? I don't know, man. I thought you could have probably done better, but let's let's. I told you I. Let's ask the board. Show me boats. It's on the list. One sign of wealth is cruising on a personal yacht, but that may be a better indicator of wasted wealth. Boats are expensive on their own, but as Saltwater Sportsman says, prices for storage, gas, maintenance, and electronic navigation drive up the initial cost. Liz, you live near the coast. Have you heard that thing that that uh, the the two best days in a boat owner's life are the day they buy it and the day they sell it? Oh, yeah, I've heard that. And I know people <clears throat> that have owned boats, and they all say that that is true. It is. It's far better to know somebody that owns a boat, isn't it, than to have one? Right. I mean, you could just bring them a pack of beer or some wine or something, and <laughs> cigarettes. Free boat ride. Cigarettes. <laughs> Whatever. You Hang like up. free boat ride. You like how Liz goes. <laughs> you like how Liz goes back to the beer. She's not bitter about that at all. Like no, you could bring them some beer, no, no, no. waste some money on other stuff that should have been on the damn list, but is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Paula, boats. You like that one? I, I think that's a fantastic item to be on that list. Boats are a huge waste of money. Yeah. Congratulations, OG. How do you feel? Relieved. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Ashley and Tim, we're not going to leave you hanging. We're going to give you a code for a Stacky Benjamins t-shirt. We'll reach out to you uh, with those. So thanks for volunteering to be on the show. Let me go through the rest of these because I think you guys will like Please these. Do. And everybody's going to grow when you hear these. Number one on the list was lottery tickets. Paula, why yeah. did you say lottery tickets? Oh. It didn't even occur to me people still buy them. how do you win if you don't play? <laughs> Number two, bottled water, water bottles. Uh, people wasting a ton of money bottles. on water bottles. Number three on here that we didn't get, brand name drugs. When there's like a leave outsells the, the store brand and it has the same active ingredient inside of it. Liz, you buying name brand drugs? Mm-hmm. So what I find funny is that cigarettes and drugs are on the list, but not the beer. <laughs> Still not bitter about that at all. <laughs> no, yes. no. Paula, are all your drugs name brand? I buy generic ibuprofen. Right. <laughs> she wasn't taking that bait at all. Oh, I see. I got uh, I was a slow on the uptake there. I thought that was a whole different thing. But uh, movie theater concessions. Oof. Yeah, that's a big one. That'll kill you. You know, it's a dollar movie, Paula, but it's forty-seven ninety-five for the popcorn. <laughs> uh, books, buying books. Speaking of Paula, I think you're going to fight somebody about that one. Yeah, I disagree mm. with that. I think buying books is fantastic. I fully support it. They actually say that with the library giving you free books and so many memberships that include books now, like uh, your Amazon Prime, that buying books, there's there's easier ways to get books than to buy full price for a book. Uh, I mean, you can order books from Amazon for sure, but, I, you know, owning a book, you can mark it up, you can make notes in it, you can do all kinds of things that you can't do with a library book. And now I can smell the smoke, OG, coming out of Liz's ears. Like She's like, really? Beer's not on there, but books are on there. <laughs> books. Yeah, we should get rid of the books. Got it. But keep the beer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell who wrote this article. Uh, number eight, timeshares. Uh, number 10, CDs and DVDs. People still buy CDs. You know, it's funny as we're recording this today, Best Buy just announced that they're no longer going to sell CDs today. Well, that, that takes care of the list then. We yeah. can cross that item off. There it is. Number that makes a space for beer. Number 11, uh, cable TV, cut the cable TV, Paula. Yeah. Number 12, greeting cards. I'll tell have you been to the greeting card aisle lately? I'm like, are you kidding me? I can buy all this terrible paper for five fifty, six and a half bucks, six and a half yeah. bucks. Like, why am I spending six and a half bucks on a greeting card? Thirteen is gift cards. You see how much money gets wasted off gift cards all the time. Number fourteen, gym memberships. Unless you go all the time. Oh, oh gee, so raise your hand, man. Gym. How much money have you wasted on gym memberships in my lifetime? Oh gosh, I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> number number fifteen, premium gasoline. Yeah. Not sure about that one. 
No, car says it needs premium. I uh, don't mess with it. Next is in-game purchases, and last is uh, express shipping. Feeding the, I gotta, I gotta have it now. So, I totally agree with you, Liz. Beer should have been on that list. I like that. in-app purchases as being on there. Kids are always asking for in-app purchases. That's what they even call it. It's weird. Dad, can I have an in-app purchase? Like, why? <laughs> like they know the lingo. That's sad. I know. Right. And are they shaking? Dad, I just got to have one. Just one in-app purchase. If I, I could. Need, I need 4,000 Robux. <laughs> if I, I could just buy it. I need to buy a legendary shield. I'm getting my ass kicked. <laughs> Does your kid really say I'm getting my ass kicked? Yeah, not so many words. You're 11 year old? No, probably not. All right. Thanks a ton for playing, guys. Let's, let's find out what's happening where you live. Uh, Paula, what's happening on, on that crazy Afford Anything podcast? On the Afford Anything podcast, we have an interview with Frugal Woods about how they reached financial independence. It's a couple, they live in Vermont, they, how they reached financial independence in their early 30s. We've also got episodes in which I answer questions that come from the listeners, including my Q&A co-host, Mr. Joe Saul Sihai. What, what? And uh, we also have an episode with Farnoosh Tarabi, host of the So Money podcast, where we talk about relationships and money. Uh, Farnoosh is uh, so amazing. So fun to hang out with Farnoosh, too. That's fantastic. Good stuff. And the Frugal Woods. That's a f- just fantastic people. Great people. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and we just had Rachel Cruz on, Dave Ramsey's daughter. She talks about childhood as Dave Ramsey's daughter. I can't imagine. OG, thanks for hanging out again, man. Uh, what's going on in OG's neighborhood? Uh, so this is the end of uh, a week off for me. I took a week off. Fantastic. Congratulations. Yep. Going, in, going I, into the holiday. So just kind of have a little detox week where we get to kind of clean up all the stuff around the office that uh, kind of created a big mess over the last six weeks and hammer on it for another six. When you say having a detox week, <laughs> speaking of that, Liz... and all the beer right uh thanks for playing again liz it's great having you back oh thanks so much for having me i really had a lot of fun even though i lost sorry tim (laughs) what's coming up on the chief mom officer blog so coming up i've got a new series on women seeking financial independence so I'm posting that every Wednesday. And I've, of course, got my classic series on breadwinning six-figure millionaire moms. So stop on by and check them out. Lots of uh, great stories. Awesome. And some of, the, some of the bloggers you've had on there, just awesome people. I love reading those. Who have you had on? In terms of bloggers, I've had some awesome women like Mama Fish Saves, yes. Adventure Rich. But I also have some interviews with women that aren't bloggers, like a, a really amazing person who's a female police captain who retired and she's a millionaire as well as a retired insurance executive who had a stay-at-home dad in the 1980s so wow it's a great mix of bloggers and non-bloggers that's awesome and we'll link to chief mom officer on our website stackybenjamins.com on the show notes all right doug take it from here man what should we have learned today So what should we have learned today? Well, besides that, now you got to handle Joe with kid gloves and talk really loudly because the guy's turning 50. If you're trying to cut costs, big items like boats and car payments can add up quickly. Check those first for savings opportunities. Second, still looking for ways to save? Try smaller items like lottery tickets, cigarettes, and maybe even alcohol. Liz got robbed. But the big lesson? Don't even joke with Joe that in Led Zeppelin terms, he's halfway up the stairway to heaven. Who knew that was an old guy joke? Huh, God, he just, he reacts to everything. Special thanks to Chief Mom Officer Liz for joining us. You'll find Liz writing at chiefmomofficer.org. Thanks to Joe's mom for not telling Joe that the silver lining in his life is across his hairline. He wouldn't appreciate that one at all, but I do. Thanks also to OG for not telling Joe that when he mentioned an all-nighter, he meant not having to get up and pee. Thanks to Steve for not writing to Joe and telling him that at this advanced age, finding his car in the parking lot isn't what it means when people say they got lucky. This show was created by Joe Saul Sihai, produced by Richie Rutter-Reese, and engineered by the amazing Steve Stewart. Kathleen Selmans handles design, newsletter, and classroom opportunities. 
If you'd like to learn more, head to stackingbenjamins.com forward slash classes. Online, visit us on Twitter at at SBenjaminsCast or on our Facebook page. Shannon Cowan is our community manager and social media guru. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and I'm pretty much the guy in charge of everything around here. Trust me, this well-oiled machine didn't get like this all by itself. SB Podcasts may receive payment on the show from sponsors and guests in the form of books, giveaway items, discounts, or other remuneration. There's no way you would take advice from these dorks, but like Joe's mom always says, don't take advice from people you don't know. This show is for entertainment purposes only, and before making any financial moves, consult with a real financial advisor. Welcome to the After Show, the part of the show that doesn't exist. For those of you new to the After Show, what happens here stays here. We don't talk about it. Today, because I am turning 50 young years old today, I want to talk about bad birthday parties. Because, man, even trying to plan a 50th birthday party has, has been difficult. Cheryl kept asking me, what do you want to do? What, what do you want to do for a 50th birthday party? I'm like, I don't know. What do I want to I, I don't know. What do I want to do? I don't know. I had a big birthday a couple of months ago, a milestone one, not nearly as tragic as your milestone. <laughs> Thank you. However, uh, Mrs. OG kept on asking, and I was very clear what I wanted, but um, still didn't come to fruition. Didn't, it, yeah. So, Just, yeah. Uh, Liz? I want a week at the Four Seasons in Hawaii. She's like, yeah, seriously. <laughs> like a week at the Four Seasons in Hawaii. <laughs> I can't say it any more plainly than that. It's pretty pretty straightforward. It's a big milestone. Come on. Yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah, good story. Anyway, here's some spaghetti. Have a nice day. Paula, I remember um, before we get, I think I want to talk about uh, uh, bad, bad, bad birthdays and bad birthday planning or bad birthday stories. But Paula, I remember uh, you having a milestone birthday while you and I were in New Orleans. Yes, the uh, the FinCon conference, the financial blogger conference where we all hang out, uh, happened during my 30th birthday. And so J.D. Roth brought me up on stage and the entire conference, everyone sang happy birthday to me um, as was, I stood there on stage. So was, that was fun. Was that your goal? Did you plan that? Like, OG oh, wants to go no to Hawaii. You want to go to FinCon? He, uh, no? he did that spontaneously. Did you have any? He was lucky I happened to be in the audience. You did have a big plan for your 30th birthday, though, but it, did, it wasn't that. You wanted to travel to 30 countries ah, by 30. Was that the right. deal? I, I wanted to travel to 30 countries by the age yes. of 30. And I yes. did. I, I squeezed that last uh, country in there just in time. I was like 29 and 11 months when I went to my 30th country. Enough of exciting birthdays. I want to hear like a bad birthday story, like some train wreck on somebody's birthday. Uh, uh, Liz, you got something for us? Oh, I do. Yeah. Nice. So remember the I have three kids part. So uh, about, I think, eight years ago, we were out celebrating my husband's birthday at the Cheesecake Factory with uh, my then two kids. And my youngest son at the time was chewing and chewing on a pickle and making funny faces. So I'm like, well, just spit that. Go ahead and spit that out because obviously not agreeing with you. So he starts to spit it out into my hand, and then all of a sudden he starts to throw up. Oh, no. Oh, that's... And all over the table. Oh. If you have kids, you know that once they start throwing up, it's not a very pleasant experience. So we had to try to clean up everything and get out the door without our food. So that was uh, not my husband's happiest birthday ever. That that might not be. (laughs) That might might be a winner. 
I've, yeah. Oh, gee. I've had a kid throw up in my mouth before. <laughs> <laughs> stop. No, you haven't. Sure have. Oh, stop. Yeah, oh. Oh. Yep. I mean, it was my kid, so I guess it's a little better than if it was just some random child. But uh, <laughs> I, I had traveling with my my kids are pretty good travelers. And <laughs> I made my oldest like eat a protein bar, which you go, you know, because he was hungry. And, I, you know, we're trying to get through the airport. I'm not stopping at McDonald's and paying forty two dollars for breakfast. You know, I'm like, I'm like, here, I have a protein bar, you know, a protein bar, right? Big it's deal. Like 250 calories. But it's like a brick. Like a 250 calorie protein bar for an adult makes a lot of sense. For a nine year old, kind of a lot of food to sit in their stomach. And he said, We're sitting on the plane. He's like, Dad, I don't feel so good. I said, Well, you know, he, I'm not your assistant. You know where the bathroom is. And, and I'm like looking down the aisle, and all I see is his, you know, backside hanging out of the bathroom, just, just, just making it happen. <laughs> and, the, and the flight attendant comes back and she's like, Is your boy okay? I go, Yeah, no, he looks all right. She's like, do you want to like help him? I'm like, well, what am I to help him with? I, you know, looks like he's got it handled. Is there a mess or something? And she's like, no, he's actually doing a remarkably clean job. I said, okay. He came back. I'm like, you good? He's like, no, I think I'm going to go again. I said, well, you know. Uh, my, we were running to my daughter's ballet recital and Cheryl had to work. So I'm taking them there. And we're on our way down the road to go to the place where it's going to be. And we were just going to stop in and get some fast food really quick somewhere. And I noticed next to the McDonald's where we probably would have gone, there was a White Castle. And I never go near White Castle. Haven't hardly seen a White Castle since, you know, I was in college. Hadn't even thought about it. And then I think, you know how you want to be like the cool dad? You're like, hey, you guys want to eat somewhere where dad ate in college? Oh, yeah. And I never thought about the fact that I would eat at White Castle at what? 2 a.m., right? Right. And so they're like, yeah, we want to go someplace cool where dad went. Great. So we go into White Castle. We order some sliders. By the way, after the story, White Castle's never never going to uh, be a sponsor of the podcast, I I hate to say. But uh, so I order some sliders. They want orange drink, right? So we get some orange drink, some fries. They start to chew on the slider. Of course, they don't like the fact it has that pickle and onion taste, so they immediately throw that stuff out. Then they have the orange drink. They have the, they have the French fries, kind of a hot day. We had this old Aerostar minivan where the air conditioning didn't work very well. And I pull in and just as I'm pulling in, my daughter decides she really doesn't like the White Castle. And there's this (laughs) in the back. I'm like, Oh, great. And she's just throwing up everywhere in the back of my van in 85, 90 degree heat. And so I get her out of the car. Luckily, nothing's on her. And she says, no, I feel better now. <laughs> like She's like, <laughs> I feel great. Yeah. She's, inc- she's incredibly surprised. She's like, I'm done. And so she's standing there. My son's standing there because we have twins. And they're, they're maybe seven at this time. And uh, all I have to clean it up with is this old jean jacket, right? But I know it's going to be 90. De- it, it's 90 degrees. And if I don't clean it up now, imagine closing up that door and being in this recital for three and a half hours or four hours and coming back what it's going to smell like. So I got to clean it up now. So I go back in there and I've got the jean jacket and I'm cleaning it up and it just overwhelms me. And I pulled my head out of the Aerostar minivan and I'm down on my knees and I just start hurling and I look up and both of my kids are laughing their heads off because dad, because dad's <laughs> losing his white castle in the, in the parking lot. And I'm going, that's not, that's not funny. Oh, it was so bad. You're like, oddly enough, this is exactly how it ended every <laughs> night in college. <laughs> this is the whole beginning, middle and end of the experience. children. A, that was our last visit to white castle ever. I'd like to apologize to Paula for starting off the chain of kids throwing up stories. <laughs> well, stackers, the show might be over, but the celebrations are just beginning because it is military appreciation month that I want to celebrate people like my brother-in-law, Eric, who is such a giving person. Eric will do just anything for you. And as a Marine, you can see that his time in the military taught him to be a guy who gives to his community, gives to his family, and is always there when you need them. 
this Military Appreciation Month, Navy Federal Credit Union wants to celebrate members like Eric who go above and beyond. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members and help them reach their goals. Navy Federal's employees are part of the community they serve. Many of them are military family members, reservists, or veterans, and all branches of the military, veterans, DOD employees, and their families are eligible for Navy Federal membership. In fact, there are so many resources on the Navy Federal website, resources like Best Cities After Service to help veterans transition to civilian life and Best Careers for Military Spouses to support military families. Visit NavyFederal.org celebrate and you'll see all of their Military Appreciation Month offers and other Navy Federal offers. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender.